Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to Says Funnel Science, and I'm your host, Aaron Uja. Today, we're going to be talking about publishing, how to grow your skill super fast. So stay with me. I just spent the whole of my life schooling and amassing knowledge, and now I've been plunged into the real world to make change happen. How will I make change happen and build my million-dollar business completely from scratch? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me on my journey as I explore the world of marketing, apply and share strategies I use to grow my online business using only today's best internet sales funnels. My name is Aaron Uja and welcome to Sales Funnel Science. Before I continue, I want to take you back in time to about a hundred years before now. It was 1915 and a young mad scientist was under intense pressure from all sides. Just 10 years prior, at the age of 26, he amazed the whole world by questioning the whole world of physics. He produced works never seen in the world of physics and rose to fame shortly afterwards. There was a problem though. One of his theories was lacking in some respects and he needed to create a final piece to tackle this problem. This final piece took this mad physicist another eight years to come up with just an outline, and this outline too was still lacking. For two years, he tried to fix it up, but somehow he just couldn't quite do it. With much resilience, this scientist forged on, and just as his fame grew, the pressure to complete the final piece also grew. It was now 1915, and the mad scientist was growing weary and on the verge of giving up on his theory, saying it is impossible. But because of his previous outstanding works, he nonetheless got many invitations to give lectures on his theories in its incomplete form. In 1915, he went to the German town of Göttingen to give a series of lectures on his theory. In Göttingen, there was a guy called David Hilbert who was recognized as the greatest living mathematician at that time. The math scientist spent a week there and Hilbert took a great interest in what he had to say. When he returned to Berlin where he lived, two things happened. First, he realized that his theory was rubbish. The basic idea were right though, but the whole framework that he constructed was just wrong. Secondly, he got a letter from Hilbert saying, well, I really liked your lectures, but I'm not really sure it's right. So I've decided to work on this myself. After 10 years of working on his own, the mad scientist suddenly had competition from the world's best mathematician. What a competition to, to, work, to work against. He got depressed at first, but then he buckled up and focused everything on his problem. He worked for months, sometimes forgetting to eat or sleep. Eventually, it got to November 1915 and he was due to give another series of four lectures, one a week, on his theory at the Parisian Academy of Science to all the brightest scientists in Berlin. He had agreed to do this way back when he still thought he knew what he was talking about. That was when his theory that was wrong was still with him. But now, he had no theory and nothing to work with, but he still had to take up this lecture. He managed to get together enough material to give his first lecture. But from then on, 
he was working in real time. In a way, he was documenting his journey. During the week, he spent his time trying to solve the problem that he has struggled with for 10 years. And at the end of each week, he stood up and gave a lecture on what he had just figured out. Meanwhile, Hilbert, the greatest mathematician, was breathing down his neck, sending him letters that showed that he was also on more or less the right track. And finally, in the week before his last lecture, Albert Einstein cracked it. At the end of the week, he stood at the Parisian Academy and announced to the whole world the general theory of relativity he had figured out just days earlier, saying it is complete. That is the story of Albert Einstein, the mad scientist or physicist, whichever way you know him. Some people know him as the mad genius. But it was because of this series of lectures and the pressure that was mounted on him that he actually worked to figure out his theory. And that is the power of publishing. Publishing, the act of putting out little semi-professional work at an alarming rate, even before they are truly ready for the public eyes, or maybe, yes. This was what helped Albert Einstein crack the code to his now famous theory, the general theory of relativity. Among other things, the act of publishing which was what Albert Einstein was doing with his series of lectures, helped him to get new ideas that made his work even better. This made him to see his work from a different perspective. One question like, sir, why aren't you thinking of light as a wave can make him bring a new whole dimension to his work. The act of publishing also helped Albert Einstein to test new ideas to see if he was up to something. Publishing also helped Albert Einstein to build a growing list of people who were interested in his work and wanted to support him and see him succeed. That is the true power of publishing. If publishing and documenting our journey is so great, as we have seen in the case of Einstein, why do so many of us not take this up? There are a lot of reasons, and many of them are just excuses, but here are some notable reasons why most of us don't take up publishing or documenting our journey. Number one, people are scared of failing in public. When you are documenting your journey, you will be wrong more times than you are right. But the truth is, the few times you will be right will be more profound. All I have to say is that put out that dirty linen and all you have left will truly be clean. The second culprit why people don't take up publishing or documenting their journey is the small world that makes us feel big, the little Mr. Ego. Our ego can't stand the fact that people will see us struggle, that people will see that we are not special, we are just trying out things and figuring it out as we go. And that is one of the reasons why people don't take up publishing or documentation of their journey. Little Mr. Ego would have made the not then great Albert Einstein feel he was too big or too great to do the lectures and end up not becoming truly great. The third reason why many people don't take up publishing or documentation of their journey is the fear that people will steal their work. Except for the rare case where you are building a new machine where you need to visit the patent office before putting out a content about it, you have to publish or document your journey. And I will say, 
there is no better way to show you are first at something than having a timestamp to your work on the internet. The internet is truly a timestamp that can keep your work. So far, we have seen the benefits of documenting your journey, like to make your work better, to bring new perspective to your work, to help you test ideas, and to build a community of people who want to see you succeed. We have also seen why you won't want to do it, like little Mr. Ego, fear of failing in public, and also the fear of people stealing your work. Now let's bring our mind back to how you will do it. This is just me documenting my journey about this topic and I hope you just take it as that and also learn from it. Documenting your journey is obviously not you, like Gary Vee talks about it at every opportunity he gets and Russell Bronson also talks about this a lot. But how would you apply it? How would you also document your journey? And publish it. Here is my framework to it. Number one, decide what aspect of your work you want to share. Decide the aspect of your work you want to show to people. And then number two, decide the platform you are going to use to share this work and show it to the world. Like on what platform would you share it? In what way would you share it? Is it audio in the form of podcast? Is it written word in the form of blog post and social media post? Is it graphics or image, or is it video in the form of courses or YouTube videos? There are a lot of ways to actually publish and document your journey. And the third thing, start sharing. Start sharing from where you are. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be great. It doesn't need to be professional. All you need to do is tell your story and teach what you learn as you learn it. Don't try to make it all great. Don't try to make it look all professional. Just do it as you go. Use this to express yourself. Don't try to copy someone else. Don't try to be like someone else. Show your true and unique personality by documenting your journey and publishing it. You have to truly do it your own way. And that's what makes it work. And please, and please, don't say you are going to document your journey and keep it by yourself. Like documenting your journey by journaling and then keeping the journal all to yourself. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't help you improve your skill. The mere act of putting out your work in public puts pressure on you. It mounts pressure on you. It helps you to see your work in a different way. And also, people can also give input to the work you put in public. That is how you actually grow by putting it in public. The pressure and all the process of doing it and putting it in public actually makes your work come out better and help you grow your skill. So don't document and leave it to yourself. I know this is not a very, very long episode. I just wanted to share my thoughts about publishing and documenting your journey as I document my own journey also. And I will end with a quote from Dr. Einstein, he said, Imagination is more important than knowledge. For knowledge is limited to all we know and understand, while imagination embraces the entire world and all there ever will be to know and understand. I have shared knowledge with you. Use your imagination to see the possibilities and go apply it. Go 
document your journey. Go express yourself. Go publish as you go. Thank you and congratulations for listening to this episode and going on this journey with me. I remain your host, Aaron Uja. See you in the next episode.